Hello. Hello. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Simon. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. Are you? That's yeah. wonderful to hear. I'm, I'm healthy because I'm eating well. Are you? I am. What specific things are you eating? Well, one of the things I'm eating is quite a lot of nuts. Okay. I think I'm eating nuts anyway. Well, you would hope that you would know whether you're eating nuts or not. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about nuts. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> but a lot of nuts aren't nuts. No. They kind of fall into three different groups. There's, there are nuts, there are legumes, mm-hmm. and there are droops. I just love the word droops. And droops specifically spelt D-R-U-P-E-S. Yes. As opposed to droops. As a double O. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so can you tell us the difference in a nutshell? I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. So a nut is a hard shell containing only one fruit. Okay. So, for example, a walnut is a nut because it's a hard shell that contains only one fruit. Yes. Um, a legume is a, a shell that contains more than one uh, fruit. Okay. So, so in much, it comes in a pod. So like right. a peanut contains two peanuts yes, in, a, okay. in a pod. Yes. And a droop is a seed that's contained within a hard shell, within um, something soft and fruititious. Congratulations on the use of fruititious there. That's <laughs> charming. Yes. Okay. So it's confusing. Um, I read very similar definitions to what you've just said. I found that um, an awful lot of foodstuffs sort of cross over into different categories, and there are things in some categories that you really don't think should be there. Yes. Um, but cashews and peaches are in the same family. They're both, by your explanation just there, droops, yes, aren't they? Yes, they are. So a peach or anything that has a, a hard stone, it, it's just about what we do with it. We focus on the sweet, fleshy bit, and we throw away the hard thing in the middle. But a cashew, or a cashew, depending on how you're disposed... <laughs> I'm a cashew. You're a cashew, I'm a cashew. Um, bless you. Cashews have a, a soft, fruity outer, which gets thrown away, and all we know of the cashew is the hard, nutty bit inside. It's kind of inside. It actually hangs down from the bottom. If you, if you look at a oh. cashew, it, it's like a pear. If you can imagine a pear okay. with like a very large cashew nut, like black underneath it, yeah, that's kind of what a, what a cashew nut looks like. Oh, I see. Interesting. And you can eat the pear bit. It's quite nice. Is it? But don't eat the cashew because the outside is poisonous. Crikey. <laughs> There's a lot of trial and error involved in that, isn't there? Yeah. You can imagine someone seeing this thing growing on a tree for the first time. Let's try this bit. Ooh, let's try this bit. I thought, you have that bit there and I'll have this bit here and we'll see how we do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have never given any kind of thought whatsoever as to how nuts are processed. I go to the pub, I open a small bag, and ta-da, there are nuts inside. Yes. I've never given any kind of thought as to how these things are harvested, (laughs) opened, cooked, anything like that. Or even where they grow. I mean, I always thought that peanuts grow on trees. But then the word groundnut should have kind of given me a clue. Groundnut, is that another name for a peanut? It is. Ah. But they grow underground. 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 I thought you were going to suggest that they sort of grew in a trailing vine along the ground. Yes, apparently they grow underground. So you dig up 
peanuts. You dig up peanuts. Who knew? Well, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, we may be wrong, but people can tell us. Yes, they can. I mean, we're, we're on, a, on a constant journey of learning ourselves, just like anyone else. If we've got this completely wrong, do tell us. We're humble. We're really humble. We're incredibly humble. We're so humble. We're the most humble people ever. I looked into the health benefits of lots of nuts because people say nuts are good for you. They do say that. I'll do a little bit on each one that we go through. Okay. Um, peanuts are good for you because they contain uh, tryptophan, right. which is something a bit like serotonin. So it helps you to sleep. Oh, really? So if you, a handful of peanuts before you go to bed uh-huh. could help you to sleep better. Okay. Is that offset by the fact that I only eat salted peanuts, which are absolutely slathered in salt and oil? Yes, that would keep you awake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we're talking about the... The pure, raw, basic peanut in its natural form. Yes. Right. Yeah. We'll come back to peanuts later. Oh, I'm sure. So peanuts are a a legume. I know. What's an almond, do you reckon? Almonds, by the definition we've given, I think they are droops. I think they're in the same family as cashews. Correct. They are. Yes, almonds are droops. Interestingly about almonds, uh, 80% of all almonds in the world come from California. Do they really? They do. Now... I don't like almonds. I don't like anything that's connected with almonds. So I don't like marzipan. I don't like um, cherry bakewells. I don't really like amaretto or anything like that. But um, apparently almonds are some of the the oldest uh, cultivated foods around. Uh, almonds are, are mentioned specifically in the Old Testament of the Bible. Oh. And it, it's one of the first written records of a, of a specific food deliberately being cultivated for food. And these things have been found in excavation sites in in Greece. Um, Marzipan uh, was potentially, depending on which records you you listen to, first brought to this country by crusaders uh, returning from the Holy Lands um, and and, and found this delicious almond paste and and brought it back with them. I can't stand the stuff. There are some which are are tree nuts. Okay. Like a walnut is, is a tree nut. Yes, okay. Um, and or a chestnut. Chestnuts, exactly. Um, acorns are a tree nut. Yes, of course. It's just that we know not to eat them. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Uh, beech nuts, also a tree nut. Okay. What about Brazils? Brazils are quite interesting. Only about 2% of, of Brazil nuts come from Brazil. <laughs> Most of them come from Bolivia. Oh, really? Yes. So huh. maybe they should rename Bolivia. No, maybe not. Would you like some Bolivia nuts? Doesn't sound right. Um, Brazil nuts are, are, are quite heavy, and they harvest them by sort of shaking a tree. Yeah. And about six people a year are killed or injured by falling Brazil nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, 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 that's, that's quite a lot. I mean, there are other, other tree nuts that you kind of, like a, like a macadamia nut is, is quite a hard nut as well. Right. Um, the shell is like five times harder than a hazelnut shell. It's a really tough shell. Good grief. So, wow. And you can't get into a macadamia nut. Um, I mean, the shell is like as, almost as it's light and strong, like aluminium, which is quite interesting. But you can't harvest macadamia nuts. You just have to wait for them to fall off the tree when they're ripe, because otherwise you'll never get into them. Oh, really? That's tough. Wow. Have you seen how Brazil nuts grow? No, I haven't. So they, they basically they come in pods. With all of these things, like I said earlier, I, I give no thought about how these things are grown or harvested or anything like that. Um, I just imagine individual Brazil nuts hanging <laughs> on, a tree, on a tree, I guess. Yeah. 
Um, but they grow in pods. They There are about 15, well, between 15 and 30 individual Brazil nuts yeah. growing in a pod. It kind of looks like the segments of an orange. Okay. And um, these, these pods are, are large, obviously, 15 to 30 nuts. That would explain how they kill people. Well, yes, exactly, yeah. So these, these pods weigh between four and six pounds each. Wow, okay. So if one of those falls off a tree, yeah, I can totally understand how that would, <laughs> that would cause injury. Um, the first reference of a, of a Brazil nut uh, dates back to 1569, when a, a Spanish officer found these, these nuts in Brazil and um, used them to feed his, his troops and then brought them back to, to Europe with them. Fascinating. Indeed. So pecans are the only fresh fruit that uh, astronauts get. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, because one handful of pecans has all your daily requirement of B1, zinc, potassium, magnesium, vitamins A and E. Oh, OK. They are so rich in everything. A handful of pecans will see, will see an astronaut through a day. Right. I can't, I can't look at a pecan without thinking of that line from the film When Harry Met Sally. Pecan pie. <laughs> Hopefully there's at least one other person <laughs> listening to this who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> so nuts have obviously been around since forever. Um, and it turns out that human beings have been eating them for quite a long time as well. Uh, there was an archaeological dig in Israel where um, people found traces of, of quite a few different types of nuts. I think it was about seven or eight different types of oh, nut wow. in this one particular dig. Um, and they they aged the things that they found in this dig, along with some, some tools and, and other bits and bobs, 780,000 years old. Um, so people have been eating nuts for quite a long time. Yeah. Are you allergic to nuts? That's a good question. Probably not. Okay. I only ask because I know that you have an allergy for, is it dragon fruit and strawberries and things like that? Dragon fruit. <laughs> um, so I have, I have developed in recent years an allergy to certain fruits. Um, I don't know whether I'm allergic to the thing itself or if I'm allergic to the thing that they coat the thing in, the pesticides and, and things like that. Um, any, any cooked nuts, totally fine. As I mentioned, I can go and have a, a, a bag of honey roast cashews or yeah. dry roast peanuts or anything like that absolutely fine i seem to have a little bit of a scratchy throat with raw nuts as as they were intended right. to be eaten because there's there's an interesting i mean that people who have a pollen allergy often are allergic to hazelnuts okay right uh, which, which is something that you might find um and people with peanut allergies even if it's very mild you mm. often find things like stone fruit like apricots will make your mouth feel a bit fuzzy Yes. Um, kiwis okay. have occasionally have that effect. Sesame seeds, poppy seeds, sunflower seeds, rice seeds, some of those seeds, they have a very similar makeup to the bit of allergen that is in peanuts. Oh, I see. I do have problems with cherries and um, stone fruits, things like that, yeah. yeah. But that, that doesn't explain my issue with bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but peanuts are the one that gets all the headlines. They do, don't they, yeah. But peanuts are fabulous. For a jar of peanut butter, there's about 540 peanuts in a, in a jar of peanut butter. Really? Yeah. <gasps> now, this is going to be the test of our friendship, Bruce. 
chunky or smooth? Well, the research suggests that females prefer smooth and males prefer crunchy. Is that right? Yes. I prefer crunchy. I prefer crunchy. There's a specific peanut butter that is no longer made, which is very annoying, um, which is Skippy Honey Roast Peanut Butter. Oh, that sounds nice. I've got actually got stock of it in my basement (laughs) because I knew that they were going out of business. I bought a couple of trays of peanut butter. Wow. Most peanuts come from China. Oh, do they really? Um, About 8% of of all all global production of peanuts comes from China. Wow. There's about 47 million metric tonnes of peanuts produced per year. Whoa, that is a lot of peanuts. It's a lot. It's a lot of peanuts. And there have been lots of famous people who who grow peanuts. Uh, Two presidents of the United States uh, were peanut farmers. Really? Uh, So um, Jimmy Carter is the one that I can remember as being the peanut farmer. Right. Uh, But Thomas Jefferson was a peanut farmer. Is that right? Huh. One of the people who really loved peanuts was John Harvey Kellogg, the inventor of the cornflake. John Harvey Kellogg thought that peanuts were so good and so high in protein that they would make a very good meat replacement. Oh, OK. So he, he started to crush them up and turn them into peanut butter. Oh. Let me tell you about peanut butter. Please do. Well, actually, let me tell you about peanut butter and jelly. PB&J. PB&J. So peanut butter and jelly, um, that's one of the reasons why um, um, Americans eat so many more peanuts than we do. Because they they reckon that um, the average uh, American citizen will have eaten about 3,000 PBJs in their lifetime. Wow. That's, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's quite a few. That is quite quite a lot of PB&Js. Elvis Presley had a favourite one, which actually was a PB&B, which is a peanut butter and banana. Oh, crikey. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. The biggest ever PB&J. Yes. I know we like these facts. We do. Was made in Grand Saline in uh, Texas. Biggest peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Weighed 1,342 pounds. Good grief. (laughs) That's a big sandwich. Actually, while we're on the subject of of records, how, how far do you think you can throw a peanut? I mean, I need parameters. Tell tell me, what are the wind conditions like? What's the elevation of the terrain? Exactly. I think, How tall I think, are you? I think for a, for a Guinness record, there has to be sort of like set, yes. set, set things. I'm not sure what they are. Right. 124.4 feet. That's that's quite far, isn't it? Presumably without any means of propulsion. That's just pure arm power. I would guess. I mean, a, a slingshot would be a bit, bit of a cheat. would be cheating, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you could easily smash that. Or wow. would, it be a, would it be a flick, maybe? Could be a flick. I'm picturing sort of holding a peanut between your thumb and forefinger and then flicking it with the other hand, sort of like an American football. Yeah, but 124 feet. I mean, that's a long way. That's a good job. Well done. <laughs> when I was reading about peanuts, I hadn't even factored in the peanut butter element. That totally explains why peanuts are so prevalent, let alone, you know, being a bar snack. Of course, the peanut butter is, is going to sway that. I read somewhere that um, peanuts account for two-thirds of the world's nut consumption. Wow. So of all the other nuts that exist, peanuts, just on on their own, are two-thirds of all of that nut market. And they grow, although you said China is the the biggest single producer of peanuts, um, they grow a, a certain number of them in America, um, as as I, I, you know, I would imagine that America is probably one of the biggest um, consumers, and therefore it makes sense that they would grow them as well. 
there's a, a place called Dothan or Dothan, not sure, in uh-huh. Alabama, which is known as well, known locally, n- not by the rest of the world, <laughs> known locally as the peanut capital of the world. And this town, along with many others, have an annual peanut festival in which, other than an awful lot of peanuts being consumed, obviously, um, it's a three-day event. They have a a peanut parade, a peanut pageant. (laughs) They have a peanut masked ball. They have a peanut play. And this entire festival goes on for three days in celebration of the humble peanut. Isn't that lovely? I want to go there. I don't. I really don't. Can you imagine being somebody with a peanut allergy and you accidentally show up? Just, just riding through town and all of a sudden your throat gets a little bit itchy. What's going Ooh, on here? Yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that would be horrible. There are so many records around nuts. I had to strim this down an awful lot. My favourite Guinness World Record that I found regarding nuts was uh, the, most, uh, the most walnuts cracked in one minute, with the head. <gasps> what, you and nut a nut? You nut a nut, yes, exactly. Wow. Um, there was a, a gentleman called Naveen Kumar who managed to crack 273 walnuts with his head in one minute, which works out as roughly four and a half walnuts per second. Sorry, four... Okay. So you'd have to be doing more than one at a time with your head then. I assume so. Apparently there's a video of this online I haven't looked yet. I will find it and put it on the on, on the blog. Thank you. I can only assume he's actually laying walnuts on a table and then banging his forehead <laughs> against the table. <laughs> That's the only way I can think of getting that, that number of nuts done in that amount of time. My dad showed me how to crack a walnut using your bare hands, which is quite interesting. Oh, okay. What you do is you get two walnuts. Rather than just one, you can't you can't just squeeze a walnut till it oh. cracks. So if you get two walnuts together and then crack them against each other, then That's they brilliant. crack. Very good. There are funny names for things like filberts. Do you know what a filbert is? A filbert is another name for a hazelnut, isn't it? Correct. Yes, but I don't know why. No, I don't know either. Um, so hazelnuts. My my primary experience of hazelnuts. Again, I, I'm not particularly keen on them in their, their raw form. But mix them in with cocoa powder and palm oil and stick them in a jar and call it Nutella. Ah, of course. One of my favourite foodstuffs in the world. Sit me down with a jar of Nutella and a spoon and I'm a happy boy. Don't Ferrero who make Nutella, I think they, they use about half of all the hazelnuts in the world or something. It's a lot. It's... Yeah. um. It's it's somewhere between a quarter and a half of the world's hazelnut supply. They use more than 100,000 tonnes of hazelnuts every year. Wow. And Ferrero obviously make Ferrero Rocher, the chocolate that has a whole hazelnut in the middle and chopped hazelnuts around the edge. Yes. Um, Ferrero also make Nutella, as previously mentioned, which is just... I love it. I love it too. And they make Tic Tacs. Ferrero make Tic Tacs? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. And Ferrero is owned by one family. One, it used to be just one guy. Mr. Ferrero? Yeah. Or Mr. Rocher. I think it's Mr. Ferrero. It's, <laughs> it's an Italian company. Yes. Based in Alba in Italy. Yes. I'm sure, I'm sure hazelnuts are consumed in other ways, but uh, for my liking, that's, that's the best way to serve a hazelnut. We talked about the uses of nuts. You can also use it as soap, apparently. 
Okay. If you find yourself like stuck somewhere with a with a bunch of walnuts and no soap, right? What you do is you grind up the walnut shells very fine into a powder, and they make a really good soap. Do they? They do. I feel I've heard this somewhere before. No, do you know what I'm thinking of? The cleaning episode. I talked about soap nuts. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yes. Which aren't nuts. <laughs> Neither are they soap. <laughs> no. And there's exfoliation, but they don't use nut, like nut bits of nuts in exfoliation soap either, do they? Wouldn't have thought so. Do you know about the smiling nut, the happy nut? No. Okay. It, it, I mean, there's, there's nothing else to say. About, I mean, there's a couple of things one can say about pistachios. But they are known in, in China as the happy nut and in, in, in Iran as the smiling nut. And if you ever look at a pistachio, it's got a smile. Of course it has. <laughs> now, isn't that an interesting point of perspective? Whenever I crack open a pistachio nut, and, and pistachios are one of my favourite things to eat in a, in a pub, purely because there's a process to it. It's, it's an activity. It's something that you can all do at the table, and it takes time, and it's, it, it's enjoyable, yes. regardless of the fact that pistachios are yummy. Whenever I split a pistachio, I picture having the crack in the shell vertically, I have never thought of turning it sideways. Now that I've done that in my mind's eye, of course it looks like a smile. <laughs> wow. Oh, the other way, do, do you know how to crack pistachios very easily? I was shown by a, a guy from Iran. How to, how to crack a, a pistachio really fast and easy is you take a half shell of, uh, of a previously cracked pistachio, yeah. insert it in the crack in the new pistachio and twist. And twist. That's great. And that opens the pistachio. Even the ones that have like a very, very fine crack that you think, yeah. I'd never get my fingernails in there. Yes. You can get a half shell in there and just twist it and crack it. And, and That's great. Pistachio. The, the, they're green. The, the green in a pistachio is the same green as you get in kale. So the color of, of a pistachio is actually means a pistachio is quite good for you. Oh, I see. Right. Right. Again, unsalted and roasted, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, you can process the salt away. Yes. Talking of almonds, um, you know that to uh, actually make almonds and the almond trees, uh, you need an insect to help you to do that. Do you? And the insect that you need is bees. Almonds need bees. Huh. I was talking to an apiarist recently. Who doesn't have a regular conversation with an apiarist? Yes, who was, who was telling me some very useful things about how to, if, if a bee lands on you, like if it lands on your arm, stick your arm in the air because bees go uphill. <laughs> is that true? Yes. It's the way they move bees from one place to another is they put them, like there's a hive and they put like a little uh, gangplank going up from the bottom up into the and they basically release the bees onto the gangplank and the bees walk up brilliant into into, into the hive brilliant and they are responsible for reproducing almonds so the reason why bees are in, essential for the, the production of almonds is that they love the pollen from almond blossoms and the pollen from an almond blossom contains the amino acids that bees like hmm. and the nectar in uh, it's basically got stuff in it which um, reduces the viruses and gut parasites that attack bees. Oh, I see. So when if you get a bee in an, an almond orchard, they will always leave the orchard stronger. Right, OK. Wow. So we've gone nuts about nuts, haven't we? Sorry. We've gone nuts about legumes and droops and seeds and berries. And nuts. And nuts, yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, 
Um, I'll put a list on on the um, on the blog to show you that w- which is which. Good idea. That would be so, useful. So when you're when you're in a uh, in a in a bar or something, and so says, would you like some nuts? And you go, what do you got? And they go, uh, got pistachios. Go, They're droops. Almonds, droops, peanuts, <laughs> legumes. They will love you if you go into an establishment and do that. <laughs> Please take a video <laughs> of the results and and send it to us. <laughs> Well, that's all I've got on nuts. Yes, I think I'm also uh, completely out of, of nut-related facts. I've drooped off the end of my list of facts. I've had a cracking good time. <gasps> it's been a shell of a show. So? So there we go. That is uh, another episode of Factorally. Please like us, subscribe to us, comment on us, go and have a look at the show notes on our website. And tell your friends. Thank you ever so much for listening. We've thoroughly enjoyed this one. And we hope you have too. If you have, please come again. If you haven't, please come again. It might be better next week. Exactly. (laughs) Until then, cheerio. Goodbye. Goodbye.